It's more like 22. On the telephone with me this morning is local farmer Rob Elliott. Good morning, Rob. Good morning, Vanessa. How are you, sir? Well, pretty good. Uh, a little cooler and a shocked old bones here, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. How does this forecast play out with harvest season for you guys? Well, it looks like uh, got some sun and, and lack of rain. So uh, for most guys, it'll be uh, full full blast ahead, I think. How's the crop looking? Uh, you know what? It's uh, actually, w- without uh, being too glowing, it's it's actually pretty amazing. It's a... Uh, it's a testament to uh, the new genetics that we've got and the ability to uh, have a good yield despite some challenges from the environment. We had several and pretty dry at the tail end, but certainly uh, uh, we've, we've got a pretty good crop going for the most part. Okay, good. You've got a product that you've been working on as well and paying attention to uh, that you want to share with us this morning that could help with uh, nutrient reduction strategies and sustainability. Tell us all about it. You bet. Um it's called Pivot Bio, Pivot Bio Proven 40. Uh, it is a technology that we've been watching for about the last four years. It is a, uh, it's a form of nitrogen and an alternative to what we traditionally have had uh, with synthetic nitrogen. Nitrogen is probably the most important nutrient that uh, a corn crop needs. And uh, typically in the past, We've had a tendency probably to overapply nitrogen for the simple fact that it is subject to loss uh, in many environmental conditions. Loss to groundwater leaching, loss to running off on topsoil, loss via, via volatility uh, into the atmosphere. So it's one of those things that was relatively hard to measure and hard to really know how much you had for the crop. So most folks in Illinois, and there are studies that would say we're typically over-applying by 15 to 20%. This is a live microbe that uh, can be applied via in-furrow uh, with fertilizer or water, but also new for the upcoming year, uh, we can apply this live microbe to seed, and it is there on the seed kind of how it works is as roots begin to grow, this microbe will colonize on the roots. And as roots get bigger, the colonization effect and the increase gets larger. It it actually works by pulling atmospheric nitrogen from the air and turning it into a usable form of nitrogen that that corn plant can use. Uh, virtually all season long. So as long as you have viable roots, uh, Pivot Bio is producing nitrogen. So it's 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 a it's a pretty good alternative to what we've had the availability, and it's not a complete substitute, uh, but it's a complement to existing nitrogen programs. How did the technology come about? You said you've been watching it for four years. Where did the development begin? You bet. There, there were two young guys, pretty what I'll call fairly brilliant scientist types that were lab partners out in California, one of the major institutions. And they, they took on as a goal before they finished their PhDs that what's a real need for agriculture, and that would be a different form 
of nitrogen that would not be lost to the atmosphere. So they worked on that. And they they found microbes that were naturally occurring. But the key with this thing is they've mapped the genome, and I'm not a scientist, but they've mapped the genome of this particular microbe. So they know the genes in that organism and have employed uh, gene editing to alter this microbe. So gene editing in a layman's terms is every gene has an address on the street it lives on and they, you know when the lights come on and how they work. But what gene editing has done, they've rearranged some of those genes and changed a switch within them so that this microbe is producing uh, nitrogen all season long. It's not lost and they can calibrate that it will produce the equivalent of 40 pounds of nitrogen throughout a growing season. So it's come a long way, but uh, pretty an amazing technology. We're talking with Rob Elliott, local farmer and Elliott Brothers Seed Company. So, Rob, do you see other companies following suit with this type of uh, scientific technology for, for planting season in the future? Well, I, I think uh, there's there's going to be a quest for how do we, with nutrient reduction strategies, as you've mentioned on the front end, and we in Illinois have, have got those kind of efforts underway, how do we figure ways to sustainably, sustainably uh, lessen our use of synthetic fertilizers to uh, lessen pollution, the hypoxia in the Gulf of Mexico, all those kind of things that we get criticized for in agriculture uh, because of how they act. So there will be other versions of technologies that will attempt to come to the market. This one is just a bit ahead of others and a bit unique in the way it works. And their goal ultimately is to replace synthetic nitrogen. So the initial microbe that they developed had a 25 a unit of nitrogen capability. This current uh, generation has 40 pounds. Uh, we would look for potential for another version in another year or two or something that would have a higher uh, production capability. So it, it'll be an ongoing science type thing, but this is the type of R&D that's, that's happening out there in the industry and again, pretty amazing. So what kind of an effect could this have if we do not get the levels of atrazine back to what we were doing? Would this have an impact with the usage of that particular um, uh, crop protectant? Well, the, those, two, those two don't necessarily, uh, one's not contingent on the other. But I think the more strides, positive strides that we can continue to make in agriculture for what I'll call increased sustainability, environmental safety, all those kind of things may lessen some of the scrutiny that we're under. But right now, things like atrazine, glyphosate, neonics, those kind of things are just under intense public scrutiny, not not with science um, on the radar. It's just a matter as if, that we've talked about before, if you can find the right audience, and you can talk loud enough and try something in the court of public opinion, you, you can uh, affect its ultimate destiny. So uh, kind of crazy world we're living in.
It sure is. Okay, it's called Pivot Bio Proven 40, and uh, it's newer technology. It's a form of nitrogen. Thank you for the the explanations. Anything um, about utilizing this with your crop that you had to change or do differently as you watched it during the growing season? Well, I think one of the good outcomes from this is that we now maybe stop and slow down and say, hey, you know what, what, what is my nitrogen uh, protocol going to be for next year? And that's one of the things we're going to try to help growers with a little bit is think through how do you incorporate this with other synthetic nitrogen forms to mitigate the loss, but at the same time maximize your yield with maybe even less nitrogen than what we've used uh, in the past. So figuring out how to use this product, we'll all get better at it, and we'll learn as time goes on. It's new, it's different, uh, but certainly there are some pretty positive benefits here. Okay. And Rob, while we have you, you're also a part of the Illinois Corn Marketing Board. What what are you guys focused on for 2023? Well, you know, I think uh, there's a lot of efforts that corn growers and we've talked about one of the key ones is how do we get this Next Generation Fuel Act to come through that uh, our Congresswoman Sherry Bustos had introduced. doesn't look like that one will happen in this Congress, so we'll be reliant on the next Congress to bring that forward in some fashion. Uh, that's certainly a big one that has uh, corn demand kind of as a key component of what, what, what ultimately happens there. Certainly, Farm Bill is uh, something that's on the radar and will be important in the uh, next go-around as we kind of change the political uh, look of things a little bit. So, a bunch of things on the radar, but those would be two key ones. Okay. And did you see, uh, just in reference to our Ag Roundtables, um, the flooding that happened due to the hurricane in Florida, did you see the latest on those batteries? The ion batteries were catching fire due to the sand in the, uh, you know, during the flooding yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't. But I, I think that maybe maybe a little bit indicative of this whole uh, battery electric uh, technology that may not be quite quite as ready for prime time as what uh, has been proposed. And that's one of the reasons why we can't we we can't scrap entirely uh, what we've been doing. But we can find better ways to do it, and that Next Generation Fuel Act would uh, allow us to have a bit more of a level playing field with the electric folks. Okay. Hey, thanks very much for your time this morning. I wish you guys and all of our farmers listening a safe and a bountiful harvest. You bet. Same thing for me. I, I hope guys have a good uh, a good weather and a good harvest, and uh, as you mentioned, stay safe. So thank you for all you do. Appreciate it. Anytime. That is Rob Elliott with us, local farmer in Elliott Brothers Seed Company on 1330 WRAM and FM 94.